Welcome to the Swing By Podcast. My name is Coral, and with me as always is my co-host, my husband, and my partner in the lifestyle, Nate. Yeah, that's me. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you? Good, good. Uh, we are, I think we're a week late on this one. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, we're bad. Sorry. It's holidays, you know festive it's that time of year lots of travel work and trying to figure stuff out yeah <laughs> so that happened so thank you for sticking with us and um what thank you for m and b on last episode for coming in and hanging out with us yeah um, it was pe- a really good episode yeah people seem to like it uh we like doubled our numbers pretty much with with the one episode so mm-hmm. uh if this is your first time or if that or if last episode was your first time listening thanks for jumping in and if you're listening to this one that means you came back for another one so thank you again for that uh we love uh our listeners and our fans and we always hope to uh keep you informed of what we're doing which <laughs> yes. isn't much right now but no but uh what in the near future <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. We're getting close to the pregnancy date, so. Um, the birth. The birth date. I'm pregnant if you're uh, just listening to this. So. Yes. <laughs> so stuff will get rolling again, but there is lots of other stuff. So um, we didn't get a lot of questions in this week, but we have a few. So I always want to start out by saying, um, to all the new listeners also, uh, we like to answer your questions. So if you have any questions, you should drop us a line. Um, ask us it and we will answer it to the best of our ability and want to start putting this proclaimer on every single episode that we are not professionals in the lifestyle we are no. young yep. we, we are bisexual and young and still i mean we've been in the lifestyle for f- seven years S- six almost seven yeah. six almost seven years now so we got a little bit of experience but we don't consider ourselves experienced if that makes sense <laughs> i would say like professionals we're not lifestyle professionals yeah um we have experience like we have i think a lot more experience than most people yeah well i mean most people are but, age for sure well yeah <laughs> um, but and i think that i think what we're trying to our, our view on the lifestyle and our preferences seem to be very different from most people uh, that we hear on these other podcasts and stuff like that, maybe just most people in general in the lifestyle, but I think everybody, I don't know, the swinger lifestyle is so weird because everybody is kind of different from everybody. <laughs> it's hard to find the exact people that you're into. It yeah. takes a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can just hook up with everybody <laughs> and never call them again at, <laughs> at an event or something. Hey, if that's what people prefer, you know, Yeah. as long so, as you're not hurting anyone. So yeah, it's, uh, what we are giving you advice—it's not—it's not professional advice. It's just stuff that comes from our experience and lifestyle, stuff that we've enjoyed, stuff that we have not enjoyed. Yes, um, which is a lot. I mean, we've enjoyed a lot. Too. I wouldn't say a lot. <laughs> no, there's a—we've had a handful of not great experiences, and we've talked about those. So if you're new to this podcast, make sure you listen to some of our old episodes. Yes. We've grown over time. So, uh, we, we like always, we are going to answer some questions. Um, and then, I don't know, I, I thought about the topic today, and I thought it might be a good one that we haven't really even gotten close to, is 
maybe like public sex or exhibitionism. Okay. The way they go into each other. I think that's a good thing to sure. talk about. That's why a lot of people are in the lifestyles is they just want to be watched. Yeah. Which is another part of swing. You don't necessarily need to fuck other people. You can just be want to be watched fucking your significant other. Yeah. Which can be hot in certain situations. These exhibitionists and voyeurs. Yeah. So we'll tell you how we feel about that in certain situations and our experience with it. Um, we have fucked a lot in a lot of semi-public places. You and I, yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we can also talk about that and uh, a few other things. And uh, maybe we can just tell a story about a couple of our public fucks. Okay. Which isn't necessarily with anybody. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had like an exhibitionist. I don't know. We fucked in, cl- in a couple in clubs, clubs, I guess. Yeah, those are... Yeah, with other people around watching us, yes. That's true. I guess we can tell one of those <laughs> stories. <laughs> and we'll just, we'll figure out which one once we get to it, because we haven't really talked about much of this beforehand. But it's going great. So <laughs> yep. so that's that, that'll be our topic for today. So after we, we talk about the questions, um, we'll talk about that a little bit, and then maybe end on a story about one of our experience in the club and where we have the beautiful places that we've had Beautiful sex. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But as always, uh, we're going to start out with questions. And as I said in the beginning, is we love hearing from you, um, whether it be a question, whether it just being like, hey, like your podcast. We get a lot of those. Support or comments. Yeah, support, comments. We like reading those. I I, I like reading because we haven't really gotten any like personal experiences. Like I want to hear other buy experiences from others like swingers in the lifestyle you know what i mean that are our age <laughs> yeah that sounds very cool. specific but i feel like that's what we get <laughs> a lot of like oh thanks for the representation like tell me about your experiences i want to hear like what your experiences are because we don't i mean the reason we started this is because we don't know that many people <laughs> like that so yeah. uh, i like to hear your stories like let me know How's it worked for you, uh, the ups and downs um, that you found? Or if you have any advice you can give our listeners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you th- found something that sounds better than what we've said, I mean, I'll, I'll offer I'll offer you to give some advice to our listeners. So if you want to, like, call it, like, as always, uh, our main platforms to use are either email, Reddit, Twitter, or our Google Voice number. Um, so you can find us at Reddit at Swing By. Is it Swing By Podcast? I think it's Swing By Podcast. Let me just look it up real quick. Um, yeah, Swing By Podcast. And our email is swingbypodcast yeah, swing by podcast. at gmail.com. Yep. And then Twitter is Swing By Podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's all there. But then our phone number, if you want to hit us up, is 925-30-SWING. Or if you're international, it's plus one. Nine two five, three zero seven nine four six four. If you don't know the whole, I wouldn't. So I'd be okay. like, can you tell me the actual number? Yeah, so that's the actual number. Plus one nine two five three zero seven nine four six four. So you can text that number. You can call and leave a message. We won't leave your name on the show if unless you say we can say your name. So don't worry about that. If you call it, we're not going to answer it. Um, just text. You could text it too. So either way. Um, those are our lines of communication. Let's start off. 
Uh, we actually only got like one real question this week, so we'll be going off the Reddit line for the rest of them. But uh, here we go. Do you want to read this one or should I? I'll read it. Okay. Okay. Um, I am a bigger girl like BBW. It seems like everyone we talk to... Is that big, big, beautiful woman, Big, right? beautiful woman, yeah. Yeah, okay. It seems like everyone we talk to says they don't care about body types, but then end up not ever wanting to meet. We have been in the lifestyle for 10 years, and over the last four have found fewer and fewer people that actually want to meet and play. How do you find people that actually want to meet and play and have an ongoing friendship? It's hmm. a good question. Yeah, probably based off of last episode, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because of our friendships. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, To start off, let's see. It seems like everybody we talk to says they don't care about body types, but then not end up wanting to meet. Uh, anybody says I don't care about body types is a fucking liar. Um, and I'm not saying like, oh, they, like to an extent, everybody's going to care, have a preference in some sort of another of a body type. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't necessarily land on being big. I mean, maybe it does. Like there's usually a limit to that, but it's also, I think... Like someone's not going to like somebody that's anorexic. Someone that's not going to like, I don't know. There's someone's not going to like big boobs. You know what I mean? Like everyone's going to have a preference on what they're going for, or what turns them on more. Don't you agree? Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't like, like overly jacked guys. Like, I don't think that's not attractive for me personally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think everyone has a type, but it says that you've been doing it for 10 years that's a long time. And then depending on where you're located, you might have like exhausted a lot of the resources there where you're living. If you're living in like not a major city, you know, like if you're living in a smaller town, yeah, you might have kind of. I wonder if it was used all <laughs> or maybe. met up with most of the people that would be willing to meet up in your area, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if they've been in for t- four years, I'm wondering what the first six years, if they said only the past four years, they found fewer and fewer people actually want to meet and play. Like, what happened in those past four years? Well, COVID. Oh yeah, COVID did happen in the yeah. last four years. That so made that. <laughs> that majorly affected our our swinging lifestyle. I mean, because people weren't meeting up for a while. You yeah. Know? But has has your look changed or your significant other's look changed since then? Um, when you say you're a bigger girl too, like personally, I don't mind bigger girls, but I do have a limit. You know what I mean? I think it once it crosses the line to looking unhealthy is when I start to get not as turned on or don't want to do it. So we've hooked up with some big girls. Yeah. Not overly, though. <laughs> no. You know, so that's that's personally the way I look at it. That's what I think you mostly see in the lifestyle. So, yeah, generally, I don't know. People do want people who look generally healthy, but there's people. I would say that there's resources you can use that cater to people that are looking true. for bigger women. Like, um, I'm sure there's a subreddit in your local area for, like, bigger women or, like, um, FetLife, maybe. FetLife is uh, also big. But I doubt she wants to look somebody, (laughs) find somebody that has just a fetish for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
how do you find people that actually want to meet and play in an ongoing friendship? And that's just honestly, I think that key, that question right there, it goes more into your personality than more than what you look like, period. Because anybody that we meet up with, I mean, I think when we, the first meetup is a big thing uh, that's maybe based on looks for us. Because we don't usually talk on... Uh, we don't talk on the apps a lot before we meet somebody. We usually like to get down and meet them right away because we don't like to waste time. Yeah. So um, the personality for us is the biggest thing. Like if you meet them in person and their personality is like a 10, that will definitely trump how you look for the most part. So yes, but I think looks do play a part. They definitely do. That's the initial meetup. Like if they're willing to meet up with you, and you have found them, then finding an ongoing friendship is a little bit easier because then that's all about how you guys gel together. Mm-hmm. You know? Personally, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we, how well we answered that question. but I don't think we answered it very well at all, to be honest. No, yeah. If, Sorry. If, I know. I think if you get them... If you like get to the meetup point, it's all about your personality and how well you gel with them. So, I mean, finding an ongoing friendship with a swinger couple, like we have said in the past, is like the hardest thing for it's us. It's very hard. It's extremely hard. We only have had, it's been seven years, we have one couple that we yeah. have an ongoing friendship with. Uh, and, I mean, I guess we were there first, mm-hmm. so they just got really, really lucky, but that's not the case with most people. Yeah. <laughs> so... um you just got to keep trying. It's it's the numbers game at that point. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to another one. Okay, this one's from the bisexual um, sub. I think I pulled that. I try to look through that one a little bit too for this one just to throw in a little bit by sprinklings into here. So I'll read this one. Um, I'm in high school, so it's not like I'm dealing with mature people. I'm 18 and I'm not mature, okay? <laughs> However, when whenever someone asks me my sexuality, I say I'm bisexual. Then I'm hit with, so you don't like trans people or non-binary people. As a trans man, this comment kind of offends me. <laughs> trans men are men. Trans women are women. They're included, uh, so we're not third gender. And yes, I do like non-binary people. Um, take a minute and say, oh, so you're pansexual. Um no, I'm bisexual. Uh, but you like men more than women, so then you're pan. Bi means two. <laughs> how about I choose how I label myself and not you? Okay. Um, but then they get offended, and then I get accused of being battle axe bi, anti-bi, or pan irisher. What is that word? I don't know what any of that <laughs> means. What is a battle axe bi? Anti-pan of pan erasure. Eraser? Eraser? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing against pansexual people. Maybe we are getting old. Like, we, we are. Like, we're the young, like, bi people. <laughs> After reading this, I was like, okay, now I feel like, old. I don't know what any of that I don't means. fucking know. Um, I have nothing against pansexual people. Most of my friends are pan, but bisexual people have a history of including non-binary people. Uh, this isn't a new thing, not to mention you can't tell bisexual people that they're actually pansexual. That's a really weird form to erasure, in my opinion. <laughs> and this isn't the first time I've had this conversation with somebody. 
It's happened multiple times in, in a conversation and almost always the same. Um, okay. This is a, like, I, 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 <laughs> I don't like the billion labels on everything. And that's why I don't say I'm pansexual. I just say bisexual is easier to identify with and knows. Would what you consider is. yourself pansexual? Yeah. I mean, can you describe I, what that is for people that are listening? That pansexual might not know? means you like everybody. Uh, you're you can be sexually attracted to. I mean, isn't it I, based I, on again, personality? No, no, no. I'm gonna say based on what I <laughs> here here is how I look at it. It's based on personality, not gender. It's based right? on personality, not gender. Yeah. So you're you're sec. I mean, you're sexually attracted to. You can be sexually attracted to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more based on their personality. Now, I feel like I would be, I mean, I would be into trans people and, or whatever, but I still consider myself bi. So are you attracted to trans people? I don't, I don't like labels people? for this exact reason. I, th- I think it's this thing like, oh, did you come out? No, I don't think you need to come out. Like, I like what I like. Um, if bisexual is the easiest way to just be like, oh, well, I'm kind of bi, I guess then I think that's an easier way to say it. So that's personally the way I look at it. If somebody was like, oh, would you, are you pan? I was like, sure. If that what you, is, if that's what you want me to be, then yeah, I guess I am. You know, like I just, like the label thing gets a, it gets a little bit crazy to me because I feel like well, there's bis- eight different things you could be. Okay, but bisexual and pansexual are two different things. Okay. So that's what this person's saying is that they're offended that someone's trying to project a s- wrong label onto them. I mean, like I'm just saying now, if they say I'm bisexual, I consider myself bi, then sure. Like I don't think anybody has any right to like jump on anybody about what they one what their likes and dislikes are or, or two just what you want to call yourself. Mhm. I don't think it, it cares to anybody but the person. <laughs> okay. Like, sh- should it matter? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think a lot of people do have a category that they fall into. Sure. Like, I would not say I'm pansexual. I would say I'm bisexual. Right. I mean, I'm probably more pansexual than bisexual, but I have no problem, like, keeping the label as bisexual, if that makes sense. Okay. I don't think I'm offending anybody by doing that. No. I mean, you're also not getting a lot of people asking you that question. No, exactly. you're married to a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, if you were single, I'm sure more people would ask you what your sexuality is. If you're single, is. that would be the same fucking thing, though. Like, oh, if I was married to a guy, then I'm just gay? No, but, exactly. like, some people might assume that. Right. Like, they just assume you're straight. Yeah. People and their damn assumptions. Yep. All right. Um, do you want to read this one, or you want one that's less words? Oh, this is another one. Um, we got a whole bunch. I can read it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Deprogramming from purity culture. My husband, 29 male, and I, 31 female, were both raised in purity culture to the max. I did not have sex with anyone prior to marriage. My husband did, and it resulted in a teen pregnancy, which came with a lot of trauma, reinforcing for him that sex before marriage leads to terrible things, like going through a continuous custody battle at 17. 
Um, we have been married for seven years, but because of purity culture, we have never been open about our fantasies. We don't watch porn. We've never used language for body parts outside of their technical terms and never used the word fuck in regards to sex. Even though I've always had fantasies involving exhibitionisms, threesomes, parallel play. I don't know what that is. Uh, I think it means having sex with somebody else having sex next to you. Okay. Soft swapping. This was not something I was even allowed to fantasize about. And if it entered my brain, I needed to not think about it. We have young kids and my drive has been down for a long time, but still having sex regularly. My husband has been asking for ways to spice up our sex life because he could tell that I was overwhelmed, exhausted, and frankly not into it. Recently, I had a revelation that our sexual ethic in our marriage was not only ours to decide, and that fantasies weren't bad. They were, in fact, pretty typical. I had a talk with my husband and was open about my fantasies. It's been an ongoing conversation, but in just the last week, my drive has been through the roof. We've been dirty talking, having sex daily. My husband has opened up about fantasies that he felt were too taboo to tell me. Very tame. Like that he would like to come on my boots. <laughs> okay. Man, wild. <laughs> Hand-holding, crazy maybe, stuff. Maybe titty-fucking will be next. Yeah. I know that truly entering the lifestyle may be years away or may never happen at all, which is fine. But has anyone else gone through this with similar upbringing? One thing my husband continues to say is, even if something feels good, turns us both on, that doesn't make it right. And I think we would both feel too guilty and know it was wrong. Well, hmm. um, I mean, I think it's good for them that they actually were able to have that, or for him especially, to notice like, okay, she ain't into this right now. Maybe we need to have a conversation about spicing stuff up in the bedroom a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's also good that, and something that probably goes ignored for too long to where it could probably ruin marriages at some point. So I think that's good that he was able to bring it up and like push you to be able to feel comfortable enough to have that conversation in the first place. Well, I think it's always good to be open and honest with your partner. Like you don't want to build up resentment towards that person and like bottle things up because they can't read your mind. Right. So yeah, I think it's good that he did that and maybe opened the door a little bit for you to be able to explain stuff. Um, she didn't really clarify to whether she brought up to him that her fantasy, because what she said, her parallel play, exhibitionism, threesomes, or soft swapping, she didn't make it clear whether that's the stuff that she told him just that they opened up about certain fantasies mm-hmm. and what the sex drive went through the roof, having sex daily. I mean, if he was just like, I want to come on your boobs and, and she was like, well, I want to have threesomes and fuck with other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a huge like difference to where, like, I want to know how he reacted to that. I mean, unless it's just them going through it. Um, uh, I grew up in a semi-religious house. Mm-hmm. I went to CCD and or to church regularly and got confirmed and stuff like that. I don't think I ever went through that, but I I feel like a lot of people in the lifestyle are religious people. <laughs> uh, I Old don't know. maybe older people <laughs> in it. 
But I've heard a lot from that, so I don't think it's that odd or weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the 10 years that I've known you, you've always been very sexual. Me? Yeah. You haven't been like, uh, like repressed. No. No, I, I, I don't think I've ever really... I think once I got to college, I kind of threw that out the window and had a different mindset of everything. So I'm sure these people are still 29 and 31. Like it's where they were raised, but there's also some more information I want from this. Like, are they still church going people? Are they still like Mm -hmm. super religious and stuff like that? So where that's bad. Um, Entering the lifestyle, maybe in your future, it's something that you got to keep talking to your husband about and seeing um, what he says. I mean, right now it might be something that turns you both on, but doesn't make it right. But I don't know what that means. Like, what is making it right? Like, is that something that it's not right because that's what you've been trained your whole life to learn that it's not right? Yeah, that's what they're saying is that they come from like a repressed background yeah. and, you know, she didn't have sex before they were married. And, um,. I think if you keep talking about yeah. fantasies and like slowly pushing the envelope a little bit more, leading in the right direction, that might help. Yeah. I mean, you guys know yourself when to stop. Like, that's it. It's like, you just got to be open to each other and say, okay, I didn't like that. There you go. Never have to do it again. You don't have to go so far as to like swap, full swap, and then one doesn't like it and then feel super guilty about it, dip your toes in a little bit. See what the thing is. See if the lifestyle is something that you really want to do. But maybe start out more like, like I said, oh, good job. He he came on your boobs. Like next time, maybe let him titty fuck you. And there you see, go. Yeah. yeah. And then see, now you're getting one step further. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe have like an anal night or something like that. Like, you know, one step further. Yeah. Keep upping the crazy. Bring sex toys in. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Bring sex toys into the bedroom and then pre- like role play and pretend it's somebody else there. Another dick you're sucking. It's like another something. another penis, which yeah. you would probably say because you <laughs> use things in regular terms, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, bring that in and then start to role play with that. And then there we go. That'll start to build it up. And then if you guys like keep going, then maybe that's something down the road that you can explore. But yeah, it sounds like you guys have a lot that you can do to spice up your sex life now without even entering the lifestyle. So like role playing or like role playing is a good idea for that. Handcuffs. Yeah. Just anything like that. Like there's, I think there's lots of stuff that they can do. So I think that's a good one. Um, curious. Um, Semi-pun, sort of intended, serious question. All right, now that that's out of the way. Um, how many swinging couples enjoy foreplay? Like digital, which is sexting, you said? You think? I think so, yeah. Okay, toys, oral, etc. cetera. Um, most everything we see on here is hardcore fucking. Um, nothing at all wrong with that if that's your thing but we enjoy some buildup before we just fuck the hell out of each other or someone else. Maybe that's something to communicate beforehand. Um, question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something to <laughs> to talk about beforehand. Us, we, we like foreplay more. Actually, that's... I need foreplay. I can't just... Even with just sex with you, like, I need foreplay. I need... I think women in general need a buildup. Yeah. 
and we can't just be like oh well let me just drop my underwear and let's go like yeah. you need to be touched <laughs> and stuff like that but uh, yeah. especially with new couples i don't know like i can't yeah I, I wouldn't be able to just jump in like i need a little bit I think of a we always start with foreplay yeah we pretty much always start with foreplay yeah. and i think that's like you need that build up um because like it, with a new couple you don't really know everybody's comfort level so i feel like foreplay is a good way to test the waters to see how comfortable everybody is it's, I, I, maybe with couples as young as we are too because most of the couples that we meet don't have that much experience like we were saying earlier. yeah um so we kind of fess out and f- see how other people are feeling or what makes them comfortable what makes them uncomfortable um and it's a less of a surprise when you actually get to the full swap or the penetration thing mm-hmm. you know um and i mean it's good the foreplay i feel like is where you learn more technique yeah you get to explore each other's bodies and see like what they like what they don't like yeah. you know i think it's really important they get to observe how they react to stuff. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, and so I don't know too many people that just go out and fuck. Maybe on a subreddit, that's what people will post about or post because that's the finale. Yeah, they're not showing you, like, the buildup and all the other stuff that got to that point. Yeah. I mean, we don't text, we don't sex usually beforehand with a new couple. Um, toys, we usually bring toys in sometimes. Toys are always, I, I always, ha- I think we have a really good time when we bring toys in with other couples. Mm-hmm. Like, it always gets a little bit more exciting because it's usually, usually like a three people on one type of situation when you bring the toys in. So it's like, oh, let's make them feel good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always good. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a big thing. Okay photography etiquette hey all was off reddit for a while and looks like my old account was deactivated 39 male single been in the lifestyle for six years had an interesting situation recently was with a new couple and the husband started taking pictures of his wife and i playing yet we hadn't talked about it beforehand yeah that would not be okay with me (laughs) uh to top it off they were taken at angles that definitely captured my face i feel that even taking them without my Face and not checking beforehand first is bad enough, and they claim to be a veteran lifestyle couple. I've always felt there's a certain etiquette to it. It's another boundary to be discussed at the very least. Um, definitely, I think that's like a huge consent thing. Yeah. Like I, you know, a lot of people aren't okay with um, having their picture taken like in an, a sexual act, um, yeah. <laughs> especially something that you could use to like potentially blackmail someone. Oh yeah. Um I just yeah, if that happened to me, I would I would then make them delete the photos. Like that's not okay at all. They should have definitely if they were a veteran asked you, "Hey, yeah. is it okay if we do this?" or like, "We like to take photos of my wife with other men. Is it okay if I take a photo with you?" or like, "Yeah, that's just not okay." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not good one bit. <laughs> no. No, I think uh, I think what the, there's probably only one couple that we would even f- feel comfortable even considering something like that with. Honestly, no. <laughs> Not even I've, that. No, I 
I think like for you and I, like we um We'll sext and send photos sometimes. Yeah, but like I don't want any like incriminating photos or anything like that. Like of you with more than me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just for me personally, like we um you know, I wouldn't say we're like hiding um the fact that we're in the lifestyle, but like we're not like openly sharing it with people or like our family or anything and um I would like to keep that part of our life like I wouldn't say hidden but like not out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a I think that's a giant uh thing that's I mean, I definitely need to talk to like if there if you're a couple that's interested in that you need to talk to the person that you're meeting with beforehand 100% if they if that's something that and, and it it's something it's always got to be something like oh maybe we'll give you a photo too or <laughs> like some people might be okay with that but like I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be okay with no, that No if you just took it out Honestly, if you just took a phone out and started snapping photos, we, it would be over right then. And I there. would be royally pissed. Yeah, yeah. it would be over <laughs> there, right then and there. Needs to delete it right now. I'm like, I'm wondering what happened afterwards. Like, this person's talking about how they felt and all that stuff like that. But did you make them delete it? Did you explain to them that you don't want that? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's definitely not okay. That's a huge red flag. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't know what they're doing with that stuff, too. Like, it could, granted, it could be for their own use, but you don't know if they're, like, putting it on their Reddit page. Yeah, or, exactly. Or their, their couple Pornhub page, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> which I'm starting to notice a lot of couples with Reddit do have their own Pornhub page, which is pretty hot. Oh, okay. You find some good couple that has, like, their own Pornhub page. So they're, they're, like, uh, monetizing it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Like, I found a couple that actually went to Cap... That's super hot, and they they fucked in the bushes, and they're like, oh, maybe it's always in the bush. Like, <laughs> mm. they they fucked in the bushes, and they're like, oh, somebody is watching. I think they're like Swiss or something like that. Somebody is watching us. Should we stop? No, okay, they can watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they can watch. <laughs> well, good for them. Maybe those type of people would be okay with you taking their photo. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I don't really care to take photos that much. I mean, like I said, unless it was like somebody that we super trusted or um, played with a million times, then I probably wouldn't care as much as long as we had a conversation beforehand. But definitely not almost everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's not just something you spring on someone. No, it's not at all. Um. Okay, this is one. Okay, so, uh, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, has anyone else experienced something like this? Question mark. My wife and I are in our forties, monogamous kids, the standard type of stuff. Uh, this year, seemingly out of nowhere, my wife came out as bi slash queer. Okay. So before I continue here, what's the difference between bi and queer since we were talking about labels so much? It's a really good question. I don't know. I don't think I've ever known this one. <laughs> like, isn't I think queer just means gay? I thought queer just meant LGBT adjacent. I thought anybody like within that could be queer. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't have no know. Idea. That's one that's always kind of head scratched me. <laughs> okay, um, she came out as bi queer through our discussions. 
I realized there were signs the whole time, but I just missed them. Um, as discussions progressed, we committed to having a very open communication about sex, fantasies, etc. Um, if you'd have asked me before, I'd have said we were really open, but I realized now there was a lot of repression on both sides. Um, part of the discussion landed on some light swinging stuff. She told me she thought it would be hot if I was with other women, and I admitted the same about her, and I realized that I didn't care about the gender of her other theoretical potential partner. Um, she even pointed out instances where a woman hit on me and she nudged me to pursue them, which I thought was a test instead of genuine excitement from her. Okay. Um, our relationship is rock solid. Communication is now super great. Bedroom life is amazing and has been even more so since this discussion. Uh, we both agree that we're not really interested in having additional emotional partners and we're not actively looking to get into the lifestyle but she also like if stuff happens organically i'd definitely be down um, i never thought any of this is a possibility i'm not sure if it is we're both not the type to go looking and yet she's also said stuff like if we had another couple to play with that would be fun it's all kind of a big head trip has anybody else experienced anything like this um, I thought they said they're monogamous, right? Mm -hmm. Or am I missing this? Yeah. Oh, they are monogamous. Okay, but the sounds like it's it's heading towards this way. She sounds like okay. He, okay, he sounds like a man that misses a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> and this is just me. Um, it's sounding like she is hinting that she wants to get into the lifestyle very badly, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he is just like, well. Maybe she's just thinking it will happen organically or, or stuff like that. I, I think she's hinting at like, oh, like if maybe if we organically accidentally jumped on an app and it happened, then it would just happen. <laughs> and we organically started looking for people. And we organically just started looking for like I'm getting that hint. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say maybe open up your communication a little bit more mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, I mean, if, I guess if he is, uh, really into it and he's open to this, these fantasies more than just them being fantasies, I don't think it'd be crazy if he brought up like, Hey, if I jumped on like a swinging app, what would you think about that? Or if we, I mean, it kind of sounds like he's not 100% down for that. Maybe it sounds like she's the driving force. Maybe. Because this shit ain't going to happen organically. <laughs> no. I hate to say that, but like the chances... Probably of, not. The chances of you just meeting a couple that you end up fucking at a bar or something like that is like slim to none. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. It's just a weird thing to bring up. I mean, has it happened to some people in the past? Sure. Uh, yeah. I feel like we've gotten hinted at that in the past, but been too afraid to... Like, just be like, hey, do you guys like to fuck couples? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to fuck us? Like, I feel like that's the hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I would have the conversation be like, oh, if it's something you do want to pursue, maybe, like, try a website or an actor or maybe organically go to a swingers club. <laughs> and yeah. that's where it might happen organically, which might be a better thing for this one. It'd be less of a head trip there than you guys can go enjoy your s having sex with each other but at a place like a swingers club where maybe you can kind of explore and see the type of stuff that's happening. 
Mm-hmm. You have anything else to add to that? Um. Oh, she came. We didn't. We didn't really, really touch up on the bi queer part. Well, she also sounds like she's down for like cucking, like, like him being with another woman, and she watches. Or maybe they want to have a threesome with a woman. Yeah. Like, I feel like that'd be a perfect situation for these people mm-hmm. where she can actually get to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Communication. That's been like, that's been the key thing for this episode. It seems like. Um, oh, what is this one? I think I pulled up another one of these. Oh, does this mean I am not bi? I don't love to give blow jobs. They make me tingly and wet and turned on sometimes depending, but I don't generally love to give them unless it's like a couple minutes foreplay. One of my friends was talking about it last week saying she loves them so much. It made me feel really bad because I don't. Generally with men, I like to be naked with our bodies pressed up against each other. I love PIV sex, kissing, touching each other, things like that. Um, does this mean that they're not bi? Is this a man? Uh, it doesn't say, but um, them saying it makes them wet. Makes I'm assuming like a girl, it's right? a woman. But I don't get the. Does this mean I'm not bi? Thing? I don't know. Is that oh? I mean, giving blowjobs and stuff like that. I mean, oh, maybe it's like, oh, does this mean I don't like men? You like PIV sex. You don't need to love blowjobs, period. I I honestly, like, don't love them. But, like, I like them because I like giving my partners pleasure. Yeah. If that makes sense. Right. Like, I like them feeling good. Um, I like getting complimented that they think that i'm good at it right. <laughs> uh but i'm not like crazy about giving blowjobs like i'm not gonna i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean you don't need to love it just like i don't love kissing yeah you don't like kissing but you still kiss me yeah i yeah. mean yeah sometimes you just do things because the other person i mean you don't have to do things you really don't like to do because the other person is it's a, a, I think some element of it making you feel good or making you feel good that you like to give other people pleasure is like the key thing there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I mean, know. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. But like you had an ex-girlfriend who didn't like giving blowjobs. Yeah. That relationship never would have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't blowjobs. She didn't touch me though. She didn't give me hand jobs, blowjobs, anything other than penetrative sex pretty much. Oh, okay. That was it. I mean, I went down on her and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't a good relationship, though. It was <laughs> abusive, not because of that, but <laughs> yeah. but for other reasons. And I think that's 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 what we got. That's what we got. Yeah. Okay. So, what was it? The topic this week was uh, exhibitionism. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts on exhibitionism? I spelled that wrong. <laughs> Um, I would say I'm definitely more of a voyeur than an exhibitionist. Which means you like to watch people fuck? Yeah, I'd rather watch people, watch people have sex. I'm not, I've never been like a person that's like, I like being in the spotlight. I would never, 
consider myself the life of the party or anything like that like i'm just not like a show-off type of person yeah i'm more of like a wallflower or someone that likes to sit back in the corner (laughs) and watch other people fuck yeah exactly so now that's in like big rooms of people and stuff like that like you like because when we play with people you like to play with couples that we like in the same room and you like being watched by them in that situation yeah so but that's that, not what we're talking about right which is exhibitionism so that's where you get watched being fucked by a lot of people mm-hmm. um where we've done we've had a couple situations like this i think we told a story in the very early episode of like going to the clubs did we talk was it a I think so. club episode yeah about how we had sex in a hand chair mm-hmm. and kind of and that well where well there was like a couple people having sex on like a bed right in the middle Mm -hmm. and like this glass bowl type of thing we had sex at the sex club again also at a different one and like the at&t bar beds that's what i'm saying yeah the ones that get higher and higher Mm -hmm. but there was like i think we started and there was like nobody in the room or there's like one other couple in the room and we started having sex. And even then, though, like, you didn't want to, like, look out at, towards the doors or anything because you no. didn't want to see any other people <laughs> there. Yeah. I'm just not I'm, not, I'm not that type of person. I think you are. Yeah. I think I'm more into it. I mean, it, it, I am a lot at, like, resorts and stuff like that because I think it's, like, I think that's part of the experience with resorts. Or not just necessarily that, but, like, with your room, like, you like to close all the windows, even at sex resorts or whatever, where I'm like, I would just leave them open because it's expected that people have sex and, and <laughs> they don't really care if you're peeking in because everybody's fucking everywhere. People are fucking by the pool, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think but it's a little exciting. But does it turn you on to be watched? Yeah, I think it's exciting. Yeah, so you like that. I think See, it's it exciting doesn't, for it doesn't like, turn oh. me on to be watched. Or like, yeah, you could be, be get caught or be being watched you did like it sometimes i remember like not that having sex stuff but like the fear of being caught type of thing like you've gotten drunk at like my friends parties and like tried to sneak into the bathroom and be like have sex with me right now yeah i mean that's a lot different than being (laughs) at a resort and naked in front of a bunch of people no you're behind a closed door and everybody knows what you're doing in there yeah (laughs) yeah so you like the maybe could get caught but not being all eyes on you watched yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i I just don't like being watched at all yeah you've you've given me hand jobs and blown me while being watched yeah because i know you enjoyed it yeah and that doesn't bother you as much i mean it's not something that i'm gonna like actively go seek out right but it doesn't bother you as much as being fucked. <laughs> yeah. In that type of situation. I think it, you don't mind doing it in certain areas when there's people that you're attracted to around. I think what throws you off more from my experience is, oh, there's a an older bald guy, because you're not into either of those types of things, <laughs> mm-hmm. walks in and you're like, oh, well, I don't want that person looking at me naked, period. Yeah. Because they, I'm not turned on by that type of person. Exactly. I think that's, am I right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
But even if we were in a room filled with hot people, like, I would still feel kind of awkward. Yeah. I just, it just turns me off, like, dramatically when it's, um, people I know that are watching me that I just don't find sexually attractive. Yeah. What if it's a bunch of people that you've hooked up with before that you find sexually attractive, but it's not a show. They're all just banging in the same room. Um, okay. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, cause you're into, I'm, I'm saying you're into swinger experiences, so you're into foursomes. Like, what about a sixsome? Is that a word? Or an eightsome? I mean, that's a totally different. Yeah. Though. That's not what we're talking about. No. It's the center of the bed at the freaking sex club. Yes. Yeah. You're never going to be that person. No. No. Um, now... I think we wanted to talk... Which you've discovered the hard way because you kind of have given me crap for when we go to resorts and you're like, well, why am I the only one naked? You make me feel weird because you're well, not naked. Well, that's like nude beaches and stuff like that too. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff... But then there's like certain... Where is it? We were going to go... Oh, yeah. In Cap, like there are certain places where you need to be naked and you're like, well, I'll do it if you have to be naked and stuff like that. But like regular nude beaches too... It it feels weird sometimes when you're the only one clothed out of the entire beach, pretty much. I don't feel weird being clothed. I mean, everyone's looking at you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Center of attention. <laughs> well, you can't see my my boobs or my vagina or anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you project it onto me because you're like, well, I don't like being the only one naked. I mean, I would prefer it if I'm you like, were too with me. I don't... Yeah. Well... It's just not comfortable for me. That's just not my thing. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you too much on that. <laughs> it's not your thing. It's not your thing. Um, but we, we've we had sex on hiking trails before, and then we've had sex in caves on beaches and stuff like that because you like to do that type of stuff when nobody's around. Yeah, S- secluded. Yeah, so nice public sex stuff. So I think one of... One of my favorite ones. Where's your favorite place we've had sex outdoors? Mm, probably that sea cave in Kauai. Yeah. 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 There's this beautiful, beautiful beach in Kauai on the in, in the Hawaiian Islands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's I I don't know. It's like uh, I don't know. It used to be like an old hippie commune. I think it was like you can only get to it by hiking like 11 miles Mm -hmm. through crazy terrain. And then once you get to the beach, like there's just like, there's people walking around naked and it's very kind of free minded. So you feel like you can kind of do anything like you're showering in waterfalls. Like that's your showers and stuff like that. I think we went there one time or for the first time. Uh, I mean, we've had sex in that cave both times I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just go through the beach and you go into this like gorgeous sea cave and i think the first thing we're like this is a beautiful sea cave we should fuck in here <laughs> yeah because there's like water that you swim through and then at the very end of the cave there's like a little beach little beach and like a dark area of the cave and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's, i think the first time that was like the first time that we had really had sex outdoors i think in that type of situation maybe because I think I was nervous because I came, like, instantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is hot. Let's get this, like, bam, bam, done. <laughs> and then you got naked and started swimming in the water. <laughs> yep. And it was hot. It felt really good. Yeah. 
So we need more outdoor private experiences like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got some cool nudes on that beach too. Yeah. What's our What's our uh, Twitter account up to? Mm, I don't know. Didn't we say we were gonna like post more pictures? If we like, what is it, six hundred or something like that? Do we get more after la- our last key? How do you check that? Uh, click on our profile at the bottom. Oh, this guy. I see. But yeah, I I, I like doing the situ situations like that because, um, I don't know. It feels like it feels like exciting exciting because we could get caught. Mm-hmm. Oh, five hundred and seventy eight. Oh. We're getting close. We're only yeah. we're twenty two followers away from posting a bathing suit picture. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Have you picked out the photo yet? No, I have not. No. Oh. Well, getting close. Mm-hmm. We're getting close. So make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. <laughs> That'll be important. Um. But anyways, yep. Had sex in this cave. When we went back. We had sex in the cave too, and it was a lot more longer and more romantic. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. We've also had sex in a cove, like on Skull Island, pretty much in Vietnam. Yep. <laughs> Next to a kayak. Mm-hmm. Yep, got a pretty good photo of that. Yeah. And in Thailand, in a cave there too. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Or oh. no, you jerked me off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Done that. Got some nudes of you there too. Yeah, in Yosemite and. Oh yeah, Yosemite yeah. in the private river. That that was a good one actually, because we went camping along this river, went backpacking all the way in, and we just swam naked in this river and had really good sex. We had sex there, and then we had sex on the cliffside. Yeah, which was awesome. <laughs> we got to do that again. <laughs> yeah, back to Yosemite to, for more sexual adventures. It's gonna be hard to do with the baby. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Well, we'll leave it in the tent. No, I'm just <laughs> Um, I got to talk about our sponsor real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, we are sponsored by Blue Chew, which is an awesome, awesome product. Um, I've used it a bunch of times, and it's worked for me. Uh, it works best after these long nights um, when we're going out, and we know we're going to be up till 3 in the morning, and we're hanging out with a couple at the bar, and then on the way home, I'll usually take a Blue Chew tablet, and then... When I get home, I'm ready to go. And I don't have to worry about not getting hard and all that stuff. We can go for a a few hours, sometimes multiple rounds. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to worry about losing it. Because, you know, you don't know what you're dealing with when you get with other couples. Some of them use too much teeth. (laughs) And that's just uncomfortable. Uh, Some of them do. But you stay hard, though. But you stay hard. Nice. And you could just be like, hey, use a little bit less teeth. Yeah. And then, you know, get through it without losing it. You know what I mean? There's distracting moments sometimes. So when you have, like, the ha-ha fun moments, you don't have to worry about losing it. When you're overstressed and you're just nervous, like, sometimes it doesn't always work. With Blue Chew tablets, you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's up. Um, the best thing about it also is um, you can all you have to do is go online, um, kind of figure out what you want, apply for the Bluetooth tablets there, and you don't have to go into a weird uh, doctor's office and have a weird conversation with the doctor that's just uncomfortable. Like, I don't like going to the doctors anyway for anything, so 
I'm definitely not going to go to one <laughs> for this. <laughs> um, you just do it all online. Um, you don't have to talk to anybody and, um, it'll show up right at your door, discreet packaging, all that stuff. Um, and it's extremely cheap. So, uh, we're going to make it even more cheaper for you. If you want to, uh, try it for free, um, we'll give you your first month for free. If you use promo code swing by at checkout, all you're going to have to do is pay for $5 for shipping. And that's at bluechew.com. So go there, use swing by at checkout. We'll give you first month free. It's worth it. I promise. Um, Call us and leave us a message or text us a message or DM us on Twitter or Reddit. We love talking to people on Reddit and Twitter and or email. Um, again, you can call that number. It's from out of country, plus one, uh, 925-307-9464 or 925-30-SWING. Um, find us on Reddit at Swing By Podcast. We're on Twitter at Swing By Podcast as well. You can email us at swingbypodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode. Um, Until next time, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah.